0: radioinfluence.com happy friday everybody welcome to the forking around town podcast today i am joined by peter carr who is somebody that has a lot in common with me and we actually connected over instagram which i love meeting new people over instagram it's my favorite platform as you all know Oh, peter how are you doing today
1: I'm doing great, Tracy. Uh, thanks so much for having me on the show.
0: Oh, I'm I'm excited to have you. You're definitely, you know, someone who I just I find I have so much in common with, and makes it exciting for me to you know to have guests like you. So I just have to ask, out of curiosity, how exactly did you find me on Instagram? And was it my old account or my new account?
1: <laughs> so that, uh, that, that's that's fairly fair. Uh, it was a little bit of both, uh, honestly. And then, you know, once I, I was I was working around town, honestly, and, and even this podcast, I started listening to it a little bit. And I was just like, wow, we do have a lot in common. You know, I feel like sometimes, like, whether it's God or, you know, faith or the universe, like, it brings you together with great people. So just really grateful that, like, I commented on one of the posts and you're like, hey, you should probably be on a podcast sometime. I was like, that's awesome. I'd love to do that. So thank you so much uh, for having me on. Appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, we've obviously we've connected on Instagram. And one thing I know about you and I that we both have in common is we both have a background in hospitality. So I was wondering if you could just kind of share with us a little bit about what you do now and some of the stuff you've done in the past.
1: Sure. No, certainly happy to, you know. I think like most people, you know, one of those early jobs that you get is, uh, you know, working in a restaurant where it starts as like a busser and then you work your way up to maybe a little bit of front of house working as a server. So starting there, like a little bit in high school. And then um, once I like, you know, graduated high school, went to college, uh, actually went to college for uh, broadcast journalism. Um, go figure, right? <laughs> I'm on the podcast right now <laughs> um, and ended up getting into restaurant technology about uh, five or six years ago. First opportunity was with uh, Toast, which probably many of you guys have heard of that. Uh really popular restaurant uh, POS system, you know, that allows you to kind of have those Toast goes with interactions that are faster and great for, um, you know, restaurants that have patios and things like that. So worked there and got to work with restaurant owners, you know, all over the Cincinnati area when I was li- living up there. And I left the, the uh, tech industry for just a couple of years. Still kind of consulted and met with different restaurant owners and talked to them. And, you know, I've just kind of stayed up with it. And recently I just joined uh, the team at Pot Menu um, and kind of serving the area here um, in Tampa. So, you know, we're a dynamic menu technology that helps restaurants uh, just to attract more guests um, into into the restaurants and then really creates that engagement. You know, it's interesting how things have gotten so digital. Uh, and I absolutely love what we do. And I love, you know, just helping the restaurants.
0: Oh, yeah. One thing I've noticed, you know, really since the pandemic is going to restaurants and how you, you know, scanning a QR code instead of having an actual menu. And just by doing that, you know, a lot of restaurants are able to have more images for people to look at when they're trying to decide what they want to order. And I, I love that. I think it's great. Definitely a yeah, plus.
1: Yeah, I certainly too. Yeah, no, it's a plus on me too, right? Like sometimes it's hard to decide what do I really want to eat, right? So we eat with our eyes. Mm-hmm. And I look at restaurants like, It is the only form of edible art that I know of. Uh, You know, you look at dishes and how creative some of these chefs are. I mean, they pour their heart and soul into creating these beautiful menus. And not to see that and celebrate that, um, it's kind of a disservice, right? Especially when you're starting to look and you're like, oh, man, like, I'm so hungry. Like, I will say that's the hardest thing about my job. I look at restaurant websites all day long sometimes, (laughs) right? Or I walk in and be with people. Tracy, I get so hungry just looking at some of the images that they have. And, you know, we really help just that engagement factor. Um, you know, we tend to have people that stay on their websites a little bit longer. And it's kind of like basic e-commerce, right? The longer you're on a website, the more likely you are to actually, you know, transact. So whether that's booking a reservation, ordering online, or actually just walking through the doors. So that's, you know, really where we come in and where we can help. So,
0: I know. And that's definitely, you know, one of the things about me and Instagram is I find myself, you know, during downtime, if, you know, if I'm working, I'm out on the road, I'm just eating by myself. I sit there and I scroll through my feed and I'm, I, depending on where I'm at, I like to kind of look at hashtags for the city I'm at since um, I do tend to travel around Florida a lot. And I've discovered some amazing places. And I've gone to these restaurants because of the pictures that I found on Instagram. And I found some really cool spots in the Sarasota area and then also in, um, in downtown Orlando that I had never heard of. And it's just, it's, yeah. it's my hobby. <laughs>
1: I love it. I mean, your presence on social media, if it wasn't for Instagram, like we never would have met. We never would have connected. So certainly understand that. And I think it's always a great starting point. It's so cool to see things that are trending or local. Um, I think Instagram really is the right platform in that sense, right? But it's so visual Mm -hmm. um, that you can, you know, there's not as much noise that you, you sometimes get on Facebook. I think it really lends itself well to restaurants. I think sometimes the one challenge there though is like, for restaurants, like, nowadays, unfortunately, you know, Facebook, Instagram, they sometimes, like, they don't allow you to reach all your followers consistently, right? They're curating that feed. Mm-hmm. And so you're not even able to control your entire, um, like, story that's getting out there, who's getting exposed to it. And that's where, like, what, what we find, at least, that, you know, pop menu and, and what I notice even, too, about myself, and, and maybe you can shed some light on this, is, like, when you go to Instagram, you find a school image, then you end up probably going to, like, the restaurant website to see, like, okay, like, let me learn more about this dish. Um, so, like, typically people go straight to the menu page. I mean, I know certainly for me that's – I end up on a restaurant's website. I'm going straight to the menu to look through and, and figure out, do I really want to eat this? And if they have pictures, it, like, keeps me there, and it makes me decide that I'm, like, hungry. If not, I end up going to, like, Yelp or TripAdvisor, mm-hmm. um, you know, on that side. And sometimes, unfortunately, like, Yelp is just one of those things that – I don't know. It's just, I know a lot of restaurateurs don't really like it. I don't personally either, just being in the industry for like the amount of time that I have. Mm-hmm. It's just frustrating because sometimes it's such an unrelated experience that they are reviewing you on. It could be a third party delivery, it could be the fact that pickup was late, something got screwed up with reservations, or they're just having a bad day. Like, you know, I'm not sure what it is, but that shouldn't dissuade people from coming in for, you know, what you spent your entire life, you know, working on building an awesome restaurant and creating delicious food.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I, I have a little bit of experience with Yelp. Um, back in, like, gosh, I'm going to say 2010, 2011, when I first started, kind of in, in the blogging world, I used Yelp a lot. Um, it was really before I got into Instagram. Whenever I would write a feature on a restaurant, I would go ahead and take that, and then I would post on Yelp because... I always posted and wrote about restaurants that I absolutely loved, and I would spend time with my photography and taking pictures, and I wanted to really share those to a bigger audience. And then... I started doing it all the time. I became what they call a Yelp elite. (laughs) And back in those (laughs) days, I know it's, it's a thing, it's a thing, but we, we would get invited to events at like the Capitol grill and all these different like Fleming steakhouse. I mean, it was, it was really different back then. They still do those events today, but I found that we used to be a very small intimate group here in Tampa Bay. And I felt that everyone back in those days really was passionate about food and what they were doing. And then all of a sudden it kind of caught on and I know I'm probably getting in trouble for saying this, but I found a lot of people that just do all these reviews to become an elite and get all the free stuff. And that's Mm -hmm. just kind of why that's where I lost a little bit of interest in it. I don't really go to Yelp that much every now and then I might if I'm traveling, but Instagram has really just always been my Bible for looking up restaurants and I'm surprised that there are so many restaurants that don't use it and it's a free platform. I'm always shocked yeah, when I
1: absolutely. see that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's really like in some ways I look at it as, you know, sometimes you didn't get into the restaurant business to be a social media marketer or, you know, to be in the latest trend on TikTok or wherever it may be. Right. Like you really want to focus on your food and you sometimes need like help on that. Not to like, either that horse with the Yelp side of things, but I don't know if you've ever seen like the Anthony Bourdain quote of, of Yelp. If you haven't <laughs> yes, I you have. look up that video, yeah, go, go look up that video. Uh, it's, it's one been a while um, on YouTube. It's like, I think it's from like 2000, maybe 17 or so, but it's, it's worth looking at, you know, he was so well known and just introduced us to so much great food, mm-hmm. like in the world and stories and, you know, it it, it just kind of highlights that when you lose control of your voice and you force people to go to third parties to look other places, like it's not fair, like what people are saying and that you don't even have a chance to interact. And sometimes they don't even come into your restaurant. Mm-hmm. And that's the saddest part about
0: it. Oh, I, I knew a woman in Tampa Bay. She was I mean, she is crazy. I've known her for years now. I've been on the other side of Yelp, you know, managing a restaurant. And this woman would come in and it was so funny. She would. She literally one time walked into the back of the kitchen. I think she did it for attention. She would complain about her food, she would send things back multiple times, and she would go onto different you know restaurants and write bad reviews on Yelp just to try to get free items. It almost became a joke. it was it was kind of funny. but yeah, I, I spent many, many hours you know, responding to different reviews. And some people were so amazing. If they had a bad experience, they came back, we took care of the problem and then they would go back and they would update their review. And some people you just couldn't get in touch with. So I've definitely been on both sides of it. (laughs) And Google reviews are another one. I don't know if you ever do, you know, do anything with Google, but I was in Bradenton a few weeks ago and I was looking, you know, for places close by to grab some lunch and I noticed a a pizza place. Of course, you know I love pizza, everyone knows that. And all the <laughs> all the Google reviews were really bad. But honestly, I didn't have a whole lot of time, so I thought, let, let me just try it. And I was shocked yeah. at how delicious it was. I mean, I walked in there, there was no one in there. Mm-hmm. And that pizza was one of the best pizzas I've ever had. It just didn't make sense compared to the reviews that they had. So that's why you can't always go buy them. You can't.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you you can't. You know, I I think sometimes we put too much trust in like that star, you know, system. Like we look at, you know, what, what you see and, you know, on Amazon, right? Like we're all kind of used to that one step buying experience and we want Mm -hmm. it to be like interactive and dynamic. And so when you look at the the score, like that kind of plays into it, um, you know, sometimes on that side of it. I guess just like a question to you, and and you walk into a lot of restaurants a lot, like, you know, with COVID and the pandemic, it's, it's, it's just drawn on so long, Uh, you know, just keeps going and, and going and going. Like, have you seen like just differences in the the restaurants you've been to of of how, you know, some of these, you know, independent operators are starting to adopt a little bit of technology and and how things have changed?
0: Mm -hmm. I definitely have definitely have. Oh, real quick, I wanted to just share this with you because this might be something that you have never even heard about. But speaking of Amazon. So, I've, you know, I've used Amazon for years. I love it. It's my favorite way to shop. I, you know, it's just easier for me. And I I order sure. stuff from Amazon almost every other day, especially for for my work and everything. But as an influencer, and it really started when I had my previous account, I started getting messages from people And they would send me a picture of like a cooking utensil and they would say, like there was a garlic chopper. So this girl says, hey, would you, we would like to send this to you, but here's how it works. You go on Amazon, you order it, send us a screenshot. We're going to pay you what you paid for it. And then we want you to write a positive review and, you know, and everything. And I thought to myself what is this going on? And I had heard some people tell me about it, but it's, it's a thing right now. Um, there are a lot of, it's uh, trust me and you can't do that. Um, Amazon will, they won't post your review and they'll suspend your account. So it's, I get probably 15 of them a day. It's crazy. And my, and they're always in my like spam inbox on Instagram. (laughs)
1: Sure, yeah, no that's crazy. like yeah, I, I haven't run into that yet, yeah, but that's like just crazy to think about of you know how you know sometimes there are you know fake reviews or whatever it may be, you know, out there um, like enough, but
0: yeah, well, you trust me, you, the more you start posting and really getting into Instagram, especially with food, you'll start to get them and If you haven't already, because it's it's hidden, if you go to your message box and look for, um, I think it says general and primary, or you'll get requests. And they're always under the request. And it's always from a person that has no followers. And it's just, oh, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have a friend who he got a lot of stuff from Amazon, but then he also got in trouble for doing it. He's actually um, a chef and he got some crazy stuff. But yeah, so anyway, that's just something I like to share because it's it's going on like crazy. <laughs> now how long <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I'm sure I was oh,
0: no, so how long have you been in the Tampa Bay area?
1: Yeah, so that's kinda of interesting. Uh uh-huh. relatively new, uh new to the Bay, I guess you could say. Uh kind of loved how you introduced some of your things with coming from San Francisco to, you know, a different bay. Uh, you know, here in Tampa. So my fiance and I we we moved here in May, actually um she started school at usf uh was in the crna school uh there so you know we kind of moved across the country fortunately like i you know like i said i had kind of a little gap there where i wasn't uh you know working in restaurant technologies kind of working in a different industry for a little bit and we got the opportunity to she was a travel nurse uh, working in the icu so we lived all over the country for a little bit and just got to explore a lot of the west coast um from reno nevada down to denver california um, and then we were in Hawaii twice, which which is not a terrible place to be, I'll say that, but mm-hmm. like definitely loving, you know, Tampa Bay and just, you know, how genuine and nice the people are down here.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I love it here. I've been here I think eighteen years now and I definitely consider it home. Absolutely. Now I'm sure you've had a chance to really get out there and explore some different places, like um, I think tonight's experience after, you know, we're recording this podcast, I get to bring you along to a fun little influencer event. So hopefully it's your first time <laughs> at this place.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I'm super excited and, and really appreciate, you know, the, the invite on there. And just, you know, for me, I'm, I love food. Like I love restaurants. I, I love the creativity that, that comes out. And, you know, I I want to see restaurants succeed. I mean, it was the biggest reason I jumped back into to restaurant tech. Like I felt this big void, like in, in almost my soul, honestly, when like COVID hit and I started watching all these restaurants that I'd worked with and partnered with at toast, like got of business, mm-hmm. like a handful of them. And it just like crushed me honestly. And like, I wanted to find a way back like in and like, how can we like, how can I help? How can, how can we like, help, you know, your business thrive and succeed. And like, that's what I'm doing now, you know, like willing to give any, any restaurant, like owners out there, operators, like, you know, all I need is about 20 minutes of your time. And I'm going to like, when, I, when you see what we do, like really do in terms of how we help you to attract more guests, engage them and then get them to start transacting with the restaurant. Like, it's amazing. cause like so many restaurants don't really have that email list. They don't really have the target list. They're not really reaching out. And like we make it so simple and easy for restaurants now to create that VIP club, to create that, um, you know, text message marketing. When you're dead on a Tuesday at noon, why not do a Taco Tuesday a little bit early? Send a text to your followers. Right. Most restaurant tours don't have that kind of technology at their fingertips. And that's like what we're offering and, and what we're building. I'm like, I'm just so excited about it all. Like honestly, like, and I'm just like thrilled to be down here, like in, in Tampa Bay and have the opportunity to work with. So
2: many great
0: restaurants here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. There And there are so many restaurants here in Tampa that do such a fantastic job at really engaging, you know, with their clients. And that's one thing I do have to say about the restaurant technology industry that's great is capturing that information from your guests and being able to, you know, whether it's a text message or just an email and you know, I get um I'll get little text messages from different places all the time and it's just a nice little friendly reminder, you know, it's kind of nice to get a message that's about food rather than you know my kids complaining about homework or they failed a test or whatever. It's like I need a distraction. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Hey, Hey, come back and see us. By the way, you were here
1: last time. You really liked, um, our pumpkin you Like it's back and stop. It's back. <laughs> right. Come try it again. Um, you know, it's, it's little things like that and the personalization and making that so simple. Um, really that like changes things. It's like interesting to look at just on like, you know, a number standpoint If you know, if a restaurant, you know, cause the one thing that like restaurants do so well is they focus on the food and they do that really great. And they have that engagement. Sometimes they, it's hard to invite people back, right? Like, you do all this hard work to get them to come through the door once. But how do you get them to come back again and again and again? It's You have to invite them back. You got to, you know, either, you know, whether that's an email or a text or a social media post, like, hey, we're still here. It's not like a billboard or anything like that. Or, you know, maybe it's a radio ad, like whatever it may be. But you want to re-invite those, those guests back. And now if you get somebody that maybe came in twice a year, right, and, you know, and then they start coming in 10 times a year, like that has a huge impact on your bottom line. Like we've, we've helped the restaurants to add another 500,000 like to their end, you know, total. It's kind of wild, like what we're able to do and, and how we're really helping them to build their followers so quickly. um, You know, and and they own that whole experience, right. Mm-hmm. They own it from the time the guest searches for it on, like on Google, which is where almost all people find restaurants now. And we talked a little bit earlier about, you know, some of the challenges of Yelp, but like you find it on Google and then you go and you look at the website and so if you capture that information and they engage with you, it just gives you an opportunity to re-engage with them, invite them back. Like, Hey, we have this awesome event coming on, you know, this weekend, or this band, you like this band the last three times you've been here. And now I can invite you back. I can't take out, like my fiance and I love live music. And like, when we find a band we like, you know, like we try to like follow them a little bit. And sometimes it's you, know, you follow them on Instagram or whatever. It's like hard to figure out where they actually are. If I got invited back every time they came to your restaurant, I would be there like in a heartbeat. I know he would.
0: Absolutely. I'm the same way. And I also love when, you know, if I go someplace and whether it's just sharing photos from my, my experience on Facebook or on Instagram, when they, you know, resharing my stories and reaching out to me. And a couple weeks ago I took my daughter to just a neighborhood restaurant and it wasn't planned. It was very last minute. So we went in there and I didn't realize that the owner of the restaurant was my friend on Facebook. I had no idea. But he, he I, I just didn't know. I, it was weird. I guess yeah. you have friends over the years. You don't realize it. And he was For so, sure. <laughs> he was so happy with everything that I posted that he actually invited us to come back and said, I really want you guys to come back. And, you know, we want to like awesome. treat you because we appreciate, you know, every, all the kind words you said, all the pictures you took and asked if they could reuse my images. I was like, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and that's one thing I do, though. I do have um, I don't really do it as much because I'm so busy with my day job, but I do have a couple sure. of restaurant clients that I do social media for. And whenever I see people tagging, you know, the restaurant in their images, it just really makes me happy and it gets me all excited. And I love mm-hmm. sharing those pictures and then they love it. And it's just it's just a community and it's great. So much. Fun.
1: I mean, the, the you know, the industry is such a, a great community. And that's like, you know, people got people traded the corporate job to work, you know, 90 hours plus a week for their true passion. Mm-hmm. And like, I think it comes through so much. And I think you see that just like you said, Tracy, like, you know, for the accounts that you help and manage. And like, when you get those interactions too, like I've gotten them as well. And it like, it always feels really good. Like to be like, wow, they just shared my posts, like. This is the com, like, right here, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, exactly what I ate. I love this pizza, I, you know, whatever it may be. I love this barbecue. So I, I'm definitely going to pick your brain later this evening because I need to know all the good places to eat. I'm a little too new. I haven't checked them all out, but the food scene here is, like, incredible, and it just seems to be, like, growing at this exponential rate. So I'm really excited to, to try some new places, and I'm excited to... Uh, you know, for, for the event tonight.
0: Absolutely. Uh, well, I want people to follow you on Instagram, especially as you're getting to know Tampa Bay. So how can people find you on Instagram?
1: Sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, I feel like all the good names were, were taken. Like, unfortunately, I kept it pretty simple, pretty basic. Um, like there's, there's so many good um, people out there, you know, that have started things. So I'm just simply Peter Loves Restaurants um, is where you can find me on Instagram. And that's just where I kind of highlight, you know, different places that I've tried or gone to. And I'm completely open. Please, like, you know, slide into my DMs and let me know anywhere I should try because um, I'm new here. Right. And I'm still trying to figure out and navigate this amazing food scene that we have going on. Um, in greater
0: Tampa Bay. Well, great. Well, again, thank you for for taking the time to chat with me. And um, I'm excited to share some great places for you to um, dine at all all around Tampa Bay and, and all around this great area of Central Florida that we live in. So thank you again. And I'll definitely be seeing you in a little bit. And um, you guys, thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, a new episode comes out every Friday on RadioInfluence.com or wherever else you like to go to download and listen to your favorite podcasts. Have a great weekend.
2: This is a live Bolden Boss Up Quick Fix on Radio Influence. And this week, we're going to talk about the follow up. The fortune is in the follow-up, which I'm sure you've heard of before. Mm-hmm. So many times we miss opportunity, whether it's in sales, in business, in even in friendship, really, like when you f- you know mer- meet someone at a party or something like that, you, you don't do the follow-up. Like you have such a great conversation and then where does it go? That's so frustrating to me. You meet someone, have a great conversation, whether it's business or pleasure, and then you never see that person again because... Maybe you forget to follow up. Maybe you are unsure of the follow up or what to do or tools to use. Or maybe it's been so long since you maybe you forgot about it right then, but then you think about it a week later and then you're like, well, now it's too long and then you don't ever follow up. So what are some things that you can do to eliminate these follow up errors or distractions? Well, the one that hits me the most right away when you said that is the time lapse, yes. right? Um, I I don't think there's an expiration date on follow-up. Exactly. There's. Like you feel like there is. You feel like there is. And you feel like maybe you dropped the ball. It's been a week or two weeks, but it's still not too late. There's, there's no expiration date, mm-hmm. like I said. Yeah, I mean the best thing to do in that situation. If it, if you do feel like it's too late, whatever that may be, you can just say like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe we never circled back on this. I, I we had such a great conversation. Let's, let's circle up and continue it or yeah, laugh joke about right. it. Right. We all make mistakes and we've all done the lack of follow-up. Mm-hmm. So just do it and um, make light of it. Live Bold and Boss Up with Stephanie Marchese and Ashley Jiraki can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com.